Hello guys and welcome back to another episode of the Stay for the D podcast. I'm Yesenia, your unorganized host. That's the word. I mean, I don't know. And again, again, we're not going to talk about my inconsistency with uploading because it's there. Okay, so today... Today, though, I had the the urge to sit and talk about some things. I've had a few things on my mind. So, what, I, mean, I guess I'll just get right into it, right? So today, I was thinking about anger and when we kind of snap at people. And so I've learned that anger is a secondary emotion. So that tends to come out when we're feeling something else. So I know for myself, I'm very self-aware. If I ever grow frustrated, angry, and feel like I need to either verbally or physically lash out at somebody... It's definitely because there was a different feeling under that. Um, Maybe you hurt my feelings. Maybe you embarrassed me. Um, So that's when it comes out. I'm not a naturally angry person. I don't, you know, just go around being a bitch and cussing people out. It It comes out after something was done to me that made me feel small. So then the anger builds up and I feel like I have to make you feel how you just made me feel um and it's funny I was thinking about that because um I I recently started a new job so now I'm kind of working in the restaurant industry and you know I was told like with your personality and your attitude um, it, it doesn't go well for that type of setting. And it's funny because I give off this vibe like don't fuck with me, but I'm naturally so fucking nice to people. <laughs> like I am so willing to um, teach people, coach people through things um, I definitely want to know about them. I'm intrigued. I'm interested. I definitely smile at people when I first meet them. I want to be able to shake their hand and get, you know, like a good solid handshake out of them. I definitely take interest in the things that people are telling me. Um, I want to know more. I'm actively engaged in the conversation which to people who don't really know me it's shocking that that's who I am (laughs) um I'm very polite I'm I've always been a please and thank you kind of person hold the door open for people it's just naturally who I am um you know so even when I'm like a paying customer in an establishment um I'm never rude to the people that are helping me or serving me um it's always a like yes please oh can I please have this thank you so much um even 
you, when you walk into an establishment and someone's like, hey, like, how are you doing today? Because that's part of their job. I'm always like, I'm doing great. How are you? I ask you back. Like, I really do. Are you doing okay? I know you asked me, but are how are you? Um, so, yeah, I just, I thought it was funny when I was told like, oh, well, your attitude doesn't go well with that setting. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, we'll see. <laughs> so... Yeah, I mean, people that just kind of have seen me in passing, okay, I have a resting bitch face. Um, and sometimes, yes, I do cop an attitude with people. But again, it it that's a secondary emotion. That comes out because I felt something else. Um, but underneath it all, I'm, I'm honestly very, very, very nice. <laughs> Am I sassy? Do I have attitude? Yes, that that is ingrained in my personality. But honestly, I'm I, I, not to not to keep saying it, but honestly, I'm genuinely very nice. Um, in my day job, you know that I do forty hours a week. Um, I'm one of the more experienced individuals there, which means I provide a lot of education to the newer people. You know, like they've got questions, I answer them. And honestly, I'm one of the few people that really will set aside time to help others. Um, I like doing that. I, I thrive in a teaching, learning environment. Um, so yeah, but I just, I thought that was funny and that was a thought that I had today. Um, so I kind of look at things differently when I'm in public and I see somebody like explode or have an attitude or when you actually see people physically fight each other I'm like well there there's a whole lot more going on there (laughs) um but I guess because I know myself I try to understand other people too um but another thing I was thinking about today um, was how people tend to be surprised by how intelligent I am. Um, it's there will be men that will compliment me on my looks and my personality, and that's great. And then they talk to me further, and they're like, "Man, and you're intelligent as hell." Yeah. I mean, I try, I try to be, you know, I'm not usually the smartest person in the room, but I want to talk to the smartest person in the room because I want to, I want to know what they know. I want to hear their ideas. I want to be able to connect and better myself as a result. Um, yeah, like I, I went to college. I spent six years in college. And I earned a degree. Um, I work in my field of study. So I'm still constantly learning. Um, The field that I'm in, you are always learning. And you interact with so many different people that either teach you things about people. They teach you things about behavior, about yourself that maybe you didn't know. Um... It requires a lot of self-reflection and just assessing different situations. So, 
yeah, I mean, I, I, it's not like in a cocky way, but yeah, I'm smart. Um, and I say that and I'm proud of that because people do doubt it. Um, they look at me like, oh, you know, that's a, she's a pretty girl uh, or, you know, she, she, she has a certain persona online, right? Like my Instagram gives people who don't know me personally, like a different type of idea about me or just like the way that I choose to look you know I've got colored hair facial piercings I do wild makeup I am heavily tattooed and so I I definitely don't give an initial impression that I would be smart or a lot of the times maybe I do but there's we're also talking about a difference between how women and how men see me. So men might just see me sexually. So they're not even bothering to see that I can carry a conversation. Or there's girls where I like to refer to it as... Um, uh, we, like They kind of like have that like pretty envy. Like, it's another pretty girl, so I just don't like her, so I don't care what she's bringing to the table, Um, which, in my opinion, is kind of sad. I don't, I don't hate on other women. Um, I want to be friends with other women. I want to be able to build other women up, because that's what we should be doing. We should be embracing each other and hyping each other up and saying like, hey, like, these are, like, what are your goals? You know, because these were mine and this is what I did to get this. Like, maybe that's something that you can do because I'm, I'm tired of, like, the gatekeeping with women. Like, I'm not going to tell you how I did this or where I got this because I want to be the one to have it and you can't have what I have. Like, who cares? Um, And this goes just to like a different point where I feel like because women do that to each other so much, it's why men still dominate our society. Because men are able to get past that. They're able to be bros and really discuss things and help each other out and women still have a cattiness and a pettiness to them and I'm not saying all women but it does happen and so I sometimes feel like that's why we're not further ahead in society um because it's all a competition um and I don't do that I don't do that I I want to be friends with pretty women. I want to be friends with smart women. Um, I want us to get along. And like, if there's questions you have about things, I want to answer them for you. And if there's something that you know that I don't, like, I would like us to be able to discuss that and me be able to learn something from you. But that's also just people in general. I want to, I want to learn from as many people as I can. And it just shocks me um, when women just automatically shut down another woman. Um, but again, I kind of got off track there. Just going back to, it surprises people that I'm that I'm smart. Um, 
but being as smart as I am or doing the things that I've done um, doesn't make me feel like I'm better than any one person Um, because at any given point like our situations can change right like we can be on the other end of things and I haven't always been the woman that I am today I haven't always had this knowledge or this confidence Um, it I haven't always had this career it took work to get there and quite honestly luck like sometimes you're you're the lucky one because somebody did the same things you did but they didn't get the same end result um so i don't i don't ever think that i'm above other people i just you know carry myself in a way in which i'm confident in who i am and sometimes that's intimidating to people sometimes people are like uh, fuck that bitch. But again, it's never in a cocky or egotistical way. Uh, I just, I just know who I am, finally, because um, I haven't always. I was also thinking about how I um, didn't always think that I was pretty. I'm sure that sounds uh, weird that I didn't always think that I was pretty because I'm a pretty girl Um, but I didn't Um, I had a ton of experiences in my life that led me to feel that and believe that and a lot of it happened you know in my formative years right when you're very young and you're figuring out who you are and you're being told certain things that just make you feel small so I, I I wasn't confident I didn't believe that I was pretty I remember being like nine years old and I would stare at myself in the mirror in the bathroom and I would be in the bathroom for quite some time and I would stand there and literally say to my own reflection, I'm so ugly. And I believed it. I believed that I was ugly. Um, yeah, <laughs> fuck. And then as I um, grew older, I didn't so much feel that I was ugly but I didn't think there was anything special about me and then I got to high school and I was going to a school in a small town where people had money to dress a certain way to wear makeup to have their hair dyed or cut in the latest style and fashion you know that everybody was into and I didn't have that so I felt ugly again because I couldn't I couldn't do what other girls were doing and then I was like super skinny like I've always been a tiny girl and so because I didn't have boobs or a butt again like I wasn't I wasn't pretty I wasn't like the other girls I realize now that I was just doing a lot of comparing instead of learning to appreciate things about myself but I was young I was a teenager now as an adult who's experienced enough I I know that now 
I wasn't going to really understand that at that age. It was when I was about 22, 23. I moved out on my own for the first time. Um, And because I was no longer under a strict Mexican household, I didn't have a curfew. I didn't have rules of like, you went out yesterday, so you can't go out today. Because in Mexican households, it does not matter that you are legally an adult. You still follow that rule. So now I was on my own. And I started going out all the time. And I really liked the nightlife. Um, and it's when I was out, when I was approached by so many people. Not just men, people, women too. And I was complimented all the time, whether it was my hair, my outfit, my makeup, or I was told that I was pretty, or just certain features about me that were nice, I started to think, man, I must not be bad looking, because I'm not seeking this out, but this is the response that I'm getting. And if in some weird way, like, it just clicked. It was like, dude, you're not ugly. <laughs> Like, uh, you would not be getting this much attention if you were. Um, So, it's finally when I started to, to like, appreciate different things about myself. And um, then I started expressing myself the way that I wanted to. Because, again, I lived in a strict Mexican home. There's just certain things you don't do. So once I was living on my own, I started getting different piercings. Started with my septum piercing. That was like the first one I got. Then I got one side of my nostril, the other side. I was just doing shit. Then I started getting more tattoos. Um, Then I dyed my hair a different color for the first time. And then, yeah, I mean, I had more tattoos, but they they still could be covered, right? I really didn't have visible tattoos like that. Well, then I started a full sleeve. And then I changed my hair color again. And then I finished my sleeve. And so now I just stood out and looked very different. But because they were things that I really liked and I really wanted... I became even more confident. Um, I felt prettier than I did before because now I was my version of pretty. I wasn't trying to be everyone else's. I was being who I wanted to be my entire life. And um, when you finally grow into that, you radiate a whole different type of energy and believe it or not it makes you so much more attractive so now it really wasn't just my physical that it was attracting people I just had an aura about me that people were gravitated towards and it's because I I was being who I wanted to be and I really loved myself. Still do. (laughs) But yeah, and like, 
because I know how much work it took to get me where I'm at now, you know, it, I had to do a lot of undoing of like the, the bad that I thought of myself. I, I had to heal from what other people said and did to me. And so because I've done that work, I would never put down another woman. That's just not in me. And if I ever say something negative about someone, it's because they're doing it to me. And so that that goes back to the anger, right? Being a secondary emotion. It's because you're talking bad about me and you're making me feel like that lost little girl and teenager that I was all those years ago. And I don't like how that feels. And because I don't like how that feels, now I'm pissed and now I'm going to talk shit. But what's crazy is even my talking shit is not to other people's level. Um, It would be things like, I just don't like their energy and their vibe and I don't like how they carry themselves. They carry themselves in a way that's just not attractive. You know, like I'll say things like that. But I won't talk specifics about their looks. Um, I won't call them names. You're just someone I don't fuck with. Um, but even then, I mean, I admitted I can admit that that is not a good thing to say, you know, to go around talking about people. But if I'm asked and you're somebody that's tried to make me feel small yeah I don't I don't fuck with them they just carry themselves in a way that's not attractive to me and that'll be that you know but like I said you know I don't I don't go out of my way to do that to other women I'm never like talking smack on someone just because that's not right um and maybe that goes back to earlier in this episode where I was saying I'm a lot nicer than people think. <laughs> I'm also forgiving. Like I'm willing to forgive and be cordial with someone who's done things like that to me. Because at the end of the day, it's more so for me than it is for them. Like I don't need to be carrying around these negative feelings so I mean does it change the fact that you're a shitty person because you apologized no but I'll accept it and I'll move past it because I don't I don't need to hold on to that because that would only reduce me to a person that I don't like so yeah (laughs) Oh man, but I, I like I said, this episode is kind of just thoughts that I've had recently. And another thought that I had was just in regards to investments. And I don't mean like financial investments, I mean like really investing in yourself and what's going to be best for you. So from a very young age, you know, I would say about high school. That's that's pretty young, right? Because you're a teenager. Um, I knew that I 
wanted to pursue a, um, or like to further my education and to earn a degree because I felt like that was my way out of a situation that I didn't like. Um, I didn't like living in my parents' home. It wasn't very fun. It was toxic. Sorry, I got hiccups. (laughs) It was toxic. There was a lot that I didn't need to see, nor did my little brother. Um, But not only that, I kind of had it put in my head all the time how important money was and we just didn't have enough of it and I was involved in issues that were adult issues not a kid's you know I shouldn't have had to worry about what my parents were making and if they had enough for bills because I was a kid I should have been able to just be a kid and be in school and worry about my grades. But I was always filled in on shit like that. And it was always like, well, um, when I get money, we'll get that. Or we don't have enough money for that. So then I became the kid that didn't ask for anything on my birthday or ask for anything on Christmas because, well, we just don't have the money. And so I convinced myself, like, it's okay. I don't need anything as long as I'm with my family, which I mean, yeah, I did feel that. But what kid doesn't still want a gift? Um, anyway, and so because I, I knew how much my family struggled, I was like, gotta go to college, gotta get a degree to get a good job to make good money. So, that was my investment in myself, right? Like, sacrifice some time. Sacrifice some of the partying and whatever other things young people are doing to get this degree. And then I started my career and I was like, be all about it. Do what you gotta do so you can promote, so you can make more money. Um... And then as soon as I had enough money, I was out of my parents' house and living on my own. And I made sure that I was never going to go back. And then I decided the next step, because at that point, okay, so I graduated college, I started a career, I live on my own, well, now I'm going to buy a house. So I bought my house. And so... Not only was I investing in myself, but now we're talking actual investments. Purchasing a home is a legitimate investment. Now, what I see a lot with younger people or people around my age is when you get money, you get things that you like and things that are flashy and things that other people will be like, oh my God, that's so cool. So... A lot of people's first big purchase is a car. And that's fine. You know, like you get the things that you want and what's going to make you happy. And if you worked really hard for that money, you're hustling. Get yourself something you want, right? 
However, for me, these are things that I understand is that a car loses value the very second that you drive it off of the lot. It's no longer worth what you just bought it for. So that, although nice, is not an investment. My home has only increased in value since I purchased it. It's different. Um, My home is something that is mine. It is something that I get to live in, that I get to be comfortable in. And hopefully, you know, when I have children, something that they get to grow up in, that they get to have memories associated with. That's how I look at it. I didn't want to continue paying rent. So I'm just letting somebody make money off of me. Um, Because at the end of the day, the property that your apartment is on definitely been paid for. Now there's multiple units in a complex and they're charging so much rent. And that goes up every year, every time you renew your lease or anything like that. They're making so much fucking money and it's something that is not yours. If something messes up or breaks, you're still responsible. They're still going to pull money from you. When you finally leave after your lease is up and you say, I don't want to live here anymore. Literally any little repair, they're going to charge you for it. It's going to come out of your security deposit. They are profiting so much off of you. And I wasn't going to do that. Like, I work a very stressful job and I work hard every day just to throw that money away at something that's never going to be mine. No, thank you. So I bought a home. I can sell my home at any given point. If I decide, hey, like, I want something different. I want something bigger. Now I can afford something bigger. I can sell this or I can rent it and I can have two properties. I look at things a little bit differently than other people do. Now, again, you can spend your money how you want to. I just kind of put this out there as maybe a little bit of advice, like take care of the things that really matter before wanting to show off. So how did I buy a home so young? Well, because... I didn't buy a car. My car is an old used car. It's a 2002. um, And it was bought for like six grand. Like, I don't wear expensive, like, name brand clothing. Because as much as I would like to, like, yeah, this stuff is nice. You're talking about spending $50 for a shirt because it says a certain brand name. And there's another one that's for like, $10 that looks exactly the same it just doesn't have that logo Mm. yeah maybe sometimes that stuff that's name brand is a little bit higher quality but mm, for the same price of that one I get five over here so even if they're not going to last me as long as your one I've got five of them so I just I choose to be different like I don't We don't need these things. Um, I feel like sometimes there's a pressure in society to, as they call it, keep up with the Joneses. Like, someone else is doing it, so you gotta do it. Like, 
I don't look into that too much. I mean, if I got to a point where I'm making substantial money, like I can cover all my bills and I'm fucking still racked up, all right, go ahead and give me a designer handbag. But it's not, it don't matter though. Like a handbag is a handbag. Like what good is the fucking expensive ass purse if I look in it and there ain't no money in it and there ain't no money in my bank account. I just try to look at the bigger picture. Items like that are temporary. Um, so for me, the house came first. The car is next. Yeah, I do want a nice car. I want a different car. I want a new one. I want to be like comfortable in my car. Like, I want to be able to have Bluetooth because my old ass car don't got that. Like, yeah, there there's certain amenities that I want. Okay, the the heater on my car right now doesn't work but I'm not gonna pay to fix it because at this point the car ain't worth that much I'm not gonna put that much money into it <laughs> so yeah there are things I want I'm not saying I don't want a new car I'm just saying my priority was somewhere else prior to that so again you gotta you gotta learn how to invest what is a true investment and I would say when we're talking about ourselves, it's truly investing in what your future is going to look like and what's going to make you happy and what's going to get you towards specific goals that you have. When we're talking financial investments, I would just say like as young people, I think we really, really, really need to start thinking about our futures and say like what's going to make it so that I'm secure later Um, because I know like I purchased my house so young that by the time I reach retirement which I can I can actually retire at a fairly young age I can retire in my 50s if I if I put in 30 years of work right good I'm done I'm out and my mortgage is paid off at that point my home is paid off so now I don't have that bill and although I'm not going to make the same money because now I'm retired, it doesn't matter because a huge bill is like out of my way. Um, I guess now I'm just kind of like providing education to people because the other thing I think we need to really be focusing on is our credit. Your credit is so, like it's a big deal. And I don't think enough people emphasize that like don't get yourself into crazy debt like don't run up credit cards because people are trying to sell you these cool nice deals like you want to have one great by all means do that but don't agree to all these different terms because interest rates on those things are insanely high you know and then when you do have one make sure you're making your payments when you need to so that your balance is good and you're not running into further issues because these are these are easy to lose track of it's very easy to end up in debt um you know just don't commit yourself to things that you're not sure you can keep up with i actually have never even had a credit card so when people are like how are you able to buy a home i'm like 
I the only thing that I had on my credit at the time was my student loans, which were always in good standing because I was paying them. Now, I know a lot of people that are like, oh, I had the option to put them in deferment and I keep doing that. And that's nice, but now they're just sitting there. I could have definitely put them into deferment and been like, can't pay that yet. But I could. And there was nothing wrong with it. And I was making bigger payments than what the minimum requirement was. So again, like, I'm reducing that um, balance a lot quicker because I'm paying more towards my principal and the loan is open there and it's in good standing which is helping my credit. Now uh, now I'm just gonna like break down home buying I guess. (laughs) We were also looking at when you buy a home they look at your um debt to income ratio so because the only thing I had on my credit was my student loans which is not a lot and what my income was mm, okay so you can afford to pay what is on here and you can afford to pay a house payment like there these banks look at it like if you are in debt all of this and you have to make all of those payments we might not get our payment so hmm, can't approve you You know, so it's a big thing. It's like, what is your credit score, your debt to income ratio? Oh man, there's like other things that they look at, but those are the biggest. And I mean, not to sound like a broken record, but I, again, we really, really need to be looking at these things. We're not, we're young, but we're not as young as we once were. And the longer we continue in a mindset of like oh my gosh that's so old though like I'm tired of adulting the further you get into being an adult and you still have nothing and then it's harder later um is everyone gonna be on the same path as me no you know your timeline might look different than mine it might happen for you faster it might be slower um or it's not going to look exactly the same. Like I had different milestones. Yours are going to be different. But, and, and our end goal is going to be different. But I think the overall goal that we all need to have is doing what's best for our future and for ourselves. But you also have to be happy doing it, right? So, I've realized I've gotten this far and I am very, 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 very proud of my accomplishments, but I'm not always happy. Um, So as my last episode, if anybody's listened to it, I've tried to be on a journey of like what's best for me and my mental health. So the path that I chose, I will never regret it and I will never say any of it is wrong because it got me to where I'm at and it got me to learn a lot about myself but now I'm in a position where there's things I want to change because it's not as fulfilling as it used to be and there's nothing wrong with that um maybe that's going to be another message of today there's nothing wrong with changing your path um if 
you decide to go off in a different direction than what you initially intended, that's okay. No one's ever going to be like, oh, but you said it's fine. Like your goals are your goals. And at the end of the day, it should only matter to you. Um, I think I had said in one of my episodes, like no one lives my life but me and no one's walking around in this body but me so I deserve to do the things that I want and what makes me happy so I think everyone else needs to do that too but again I just want to emphasize do it in a way that is is gonna give you a really solid foundation for the future um so I started this episode with just kind of some thoughts and then turned it into a lesson in education and it might be boring to some people but this goes back to what I was saying initially in that I want people to do just as good as I am I want people to have nice things I want people to do better than than what I'm doing like hey take take what I did and learn something from it and do better you know um i i don't think that we should ever look at people like oh well i had to struggle and they have it so easy like why would we want somebody to struggle though like we knew how bad it was for us i don't wish that on somebody else like no here's the key to success bro like i don't want you to deal with what i had to deal with to get here so Anyway, I guess I will wrap it up there. This is not where I thought that I was going to go with things, but hey, we're here now. So thanks again for coming along on this journey with me. Thanks for being patient with me and my inconsistency. But I feel like when I'm here, I'm pretty solid. I think so. Anyway, thanks guys. I will talk to you next time.